I realize tonight the responsibility when you handle the Word of God, yes. a great responsibility is laid upon you. Yes. You're accountable for the words that you say. Yes. You're held responsible for what you preach. Yes. And the doctrine that you hand out from time to time, you alone are responsible yes. for that. Yes. First of all, I need your help. Yes. First, I need God's help. Yes. Without Him, I can do nothing. Yes. And without your help, I can't do anything either. I need your attention. I need your prayers. I need your unction. I need the nod of your head. I need your amens. Because I believe tonight in my experience with the Word of God that if I can stir the saints of God, I can stir the sinners. Because the fire starts in the saints, and then it goes on out. I'd like to start off tonight in the first chapter of the book of Galatians, and you'll find this a great book. Reading in the 11th and the 12th verse, But I certify you, brethren, that the gospel... That's which was right. preached to yeah. me yeah. is not after a man, no. for I neither received it That's a man, right. neither was I taught it yeah. a man, yeah. but by the revelation yeah. of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Now, many people all over our land and country today, and everyone that pretty well takes this book, says they are preaching the gospel. Yeah. They admit that they are preaching the gospel yeah. of Jesus Christ. But I like tonight to take Paul's word and the word of God because we have no greater witness to stand on tonight than to stand upon the word of God. And here the Apostle Paul had come to the church at Galatia and found here some that were not walking up to the gospel of Christ. And he found them and he says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, not a man, neither by man, but by Jesus Christ, and God the Father, how, who raised him from the dead, and all the brethren which are with me unto the churches of Galatia. Grace be unto you, and peace from God the Father, and from our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins that he might deliver us from this present evil world according to the will of God our Father, to whom be glory forever and ever. I marvel that you are so soon removed and moved from him that is called you unto the grace of Christ and to another gospel, which is not another. For there will be some that would trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. I can only preach the thing that God gives me an unction to preach, and I will trust God for the results out of it. For there will be some that would pervert the gospel of Christ, that would stop the gospel of Christ, that would say that the gospel of Christ is not this way. But let's find out how Paul got it and what he got when he got it. But though we are an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. As we said before, so say I now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you than that which you have received, let him be accursed. For do I now persuade men, or God, or do I seek to please men? For if I yet please men, 
I should not be the servant of Christ. But I certify you, brethren. We know what a certified check is. It's good. When that's certified on that, that bank account is reserved for that very amount. And no matter how many checks they pass, they're going to honor that certified check. But I certify you, brethren, that the gospel was preached to me is not after man, for neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. The reason that Paul was preaching this way was because some doubted his ability, because some doubted his doctrine. Paul was a man born of a Jew and born the strictest of the Pharisee, and he was taught in the city of Tarsha. And if you all know about the city of Tarsha, it was an intellectual city. It was a place where everybody went for their education. It's where the Jewish people went to learn about the law, but they couldn't learn about the saving grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in an intellectual school. He didn't learn it there. But he's trying to tell these people here that he had received the grace of God through a greater wisdom, through a greater knowledge, through a greater understanding than he did when he was raised when he was born to that Jewish family and how he was raised up and, and how he was brought up, but he lacked something and brought up under all of the jurisdictions and the customs and the traditions at that time. But the Apostle Paul, which was Saul at that time, was lacking the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He said in here, who could save us, who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us, what, from this present evil world. That's the gospel that Paul was trying to put over, that it delivered him from this present evil world. And he says, you know my conversation among the time past in the Jews' religion, how that beyond measure I persecuted the church of God. We all Bible readers know how that when he was on the way to Damascus with the papers in his pocket to persecute the church, the church of God, the sanctified people, the people that had got sanctified on the day of Pentecost. But he knew all the wisdom of the world, but he didn't know what Peter, James, and John, and Andrew, and all those apostles knew yet, did he? He didn't understand what they had yet, but he was against them, and he was so zealous with his religion at that time that he went down and thought that he was doing good. And how that beyond measure I persecuted the church of God and wasted it and profit in the Jews religion above many mine equals in mine own nation be more exceeding zealous of the tradition of my fathers oh I was so zealous for the way that I was taught that I persecuted the people I was so sure that under the law and under working of the law that these people didn't know that they were were talking about but let me tell you let me tell you that those few men there when they come along and they begin to preach Jesus it stirred the people up it stirred the people because they preached through Jesus the resurrection from the dead Jesus Christ is 
none other than the resurrection from the dead. You've never seen a live person yet unless they got resurrected. And who is dead? And you are dead in your trespasses and in your sins. Where in the time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, and were by nature the children of other wrath, even as others. But listen, the gospel, Paul says, but God who is rich in mercy, and saved us. No wonder I feel like preaching. Because it's the word of God. These men come along and they fill Jerusalem with a doctrine that the Jews had never heard before. They have the law read every Sabbath. Every Sabbath they have the law read starting from Abraham and on up. But still they couldn't discern what Abraham talked about. They didn't realize that Abraham was talking about one that was coming along. Yes, they knew that he said that there'd be one in Isaac and thy son, thy seed shall be blessed. But Paul didn't understand what it was all about until he got sanctified. He didn't say the seeds as a many, but he says to one. And to what seed was that? What seed was that? The seed was Christ. The Lord of faith. That many women could get into that fountain and get a hold and be joined in with Jesus Christ and him crucified. They come along and Peter and James, and they brought them in there. Yes, they stared these people so much. They just said, you're going to fill this whole nation with your doctrine. Yes. Oh, what is it going to do? It's going to tear everything up if you let this go. Yes. They brought them into this place. And it says, and when they had set them in the midst, they asked them, by what power? Yes. Or by what name have you done this? Yes. Oh, you've got something. Tell us, what is this thing? Oh, he said, then Peter, then Peter was what? I'd rather preach being filled with the Holy Ghost than anything I know of. It's the best sport. It's the best hobby. It's the best business. When you get filled with the Holy Ghost, this is fun. Oh, I feel good now. Bless the Lord tonight. If the Holy Ghost don't get a hold of you, I haven't had anything. But I believe in the Holy Ghost. And he said, by what name? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost. I don't know how I look, but I feel good. Woo, I'm telling you, I feel the Holy Ghost. And you know what? We don't want to suppress it. But I've said it many times that if every sanctified person that comes to church went to work and entered that church building, we'd take the land. Is that right? Then they come in and find what seat you can get into. Come here and go to work and the Holy Ghost will fill all of you. Is that right? Well, I get off on meddling once in a while. But that's part of the gospel, isn't it? That's part of the gospel. Then Peter filled with the Holy Ghost said unto them, You rulers and men of the elders of Israel. And went on to told how that the important man had been healed. But be it known unto you all, to all the people of Israel, that by the name of Jesus Christ, of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead. Oh, 
Just a little bit here, if I can handle it all. By whom God raised from the dead, even by him, does this man stand before you whole. Now, what have you done? This is the stone which is set up the Lord of you builders, which has become the head of the corner. Yeah, the head of the corner. After all the building, all the doing, and getting the building all ready. They had an opening date one day, didn't they? They had an opening date one day. And you know who cut the ribbon? Yeah. Bless the Lord. Yeah. Jesus cut the ribbon. Yeah. 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 What for? So it all could go into the holiest of holies yeah. for ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how you get in there? Yeah. This brother over here that can't talk, you get in there. Yeah. Thank the Lord who yeah. the will yeah. may come and predict of the water of life freely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my, this is good. And neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name among heaven given among men whereby man can be saved. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, they were little old fishermen. They pulled their nets in. They went one night there after Jesus had left them. And they, had, and they stayed there 40 days. And, and after he had been crucified, they went out there. And they told all night and didn't catch nothing. Nothing, right. They touched nothing. That's right. But they put on and said, Told, put your nets on the right, right. side. Yeah. Oh, they went over there and put it on the right side. Oh, I tell you tonight, when you get lined up with the Word of God and put it on the wrong side, the right side, you'll get something. There is a connection. There is a function from the Holy One. And it takes the Spirit and the power and the glory of God to give you that unction. That's the reason people can't discern the Scripture. It's because they don't have an unction. And if you don't study to show yourself a truth unto God as a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly defining the word of truth, you'll never get it. It takes hours of reading. It takes hours of praying. It takes hours and hours. But it'll pay off. Oh, my. I've never seen anything so sweet in my life as the Word of God and the Gospel of this church. Well, it's all over me.
Peter and John yeah, and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. Now, Paul was a learned man. He was just the opposite of Peter, James, and John and those fishermen along there. But Paul and Peter and James and John, St. Matthew, St. Mark, and St. Luke, all of them got it the same way, didn't they? Paul says, neither received I man, neither was I taught it, but how? By, by the revelation of Jesus Christ. I want to say today that's the only way the interpretation of the Bible will be understood is through the revelation of Jesus Christ. And he says here, neither went I up to Jerusalem to them that were apostles before me, but I went into Arabia and returned into Damascus. Now, he didn't go up there and get up there and say, Now, what is the resurrection, Brother Peter? What, uh, what is the second coming, Brother Peter? How about these that speak an unknown tongue, Brother Peter? How about these over here that take feast walking, Brother No, he didn't confer with flesh and blood. It was three years before he got up with Peter. It was three years before he got up with Peter. Well, what did he say here? Then after three years, I went up to Jerusalem to see Peter and only stayed with him 15 days. But you know what he had? He had the same spirit Peter had. Oh, that's what makes it so good. He understood the same thing. He didn't have to go to a school to learn it, but he went to Jesus. Peter got the same place Paul did. Isn't that good tonight? Yeah. Oh my, I'm glad I went to that same school. And here he come along 26 years ago, and he let Brother Harry go to the same school. Oh my, years and years after Peter, James, and John, and all of these other people, I come along just 26 years back and got a hold of the same thing. Oh, no wonder I feel like I'm connected. No wonder. And he saw none other than same Jesus, the Lord's brother. And wrote all these things unto the people. That's right. Now I want to read you just a few verses here. I'll yeah. try not. The main thing is just holding I out here. Yeah. I'm telling you, this is really good. Yeah. I'll tell you what it does in reading. It stacks it up in here. Yeah. It stacks it up in there. And when you get up, when the spirit begins to move, it begins to muse. Yeah. It begins to move, yeah. and it begins to come out, yeah. and, and the fire begins to burn, yeah. and you begin to do something, don't you? Yeah. All right, now the Apostle Paul didn't go to Peter yeah. and all of these things, but this is the gospel he got a hold of. Right. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which was also, which you have also received, right. and wherein you also stand, yeah. by which you are also saved. Yeah. If you keep in memory what I have preached unto you, lest you have believed in vain. Yeah. Now you've got to believe the right thing, haven't you? Yeah. There is an importance in believing the right thing. For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins, this is the gospel, according to the scriptures, that he was buried and that he rose again the third day, according to the scriptures. And that's what started the gospel, wasn't it? That he was born and that he would die for our sins and that he rose again the third day, what for? For Paul says, as in Adam all die, yeah. so in Christ shall all be made alive. Yeah. Now he said, I didn't receive this a man. Right. No, he didn't get this a man now. What I'm going to read you right here is contrary to the way he was taught. That's right. Under the law yeah. and under the jurisdiction of his teaching yeah. because they were waiting. They didn't believe in the Messiah. Oh. And they believed they were already all right. Yeah. But they needed one man, That's which right. is Jesus Christ. Amen. 
the Son of God. Yeah. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall be made all alive. Yeah. So then Paul got this understanding, for this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. Now you remember, he didn't get it through man. He didn't get it through man. And the reason why men can't understand this phrase of the scripture is because they need a revelation. Paul didn't understand it, did he? Until he went down when he was going down to Damascus, which I was going to read back over here, and I'll just quote and get through it fast. When he went down to Damascus there, it was about midday, and you know that's the time that the sun is the hottest, is midday. Well, there was a light greater than that, wasn't it, that shone around about him and put fall down to his feet and told him what he must do. And when he got up, he couldn't see, and he spent three days in that household there of Judah, waiting over there for a, a prophet to come over there to him. You know, I tell you sometimes, God can talk to you when you're all alone. And Paul, in those three days, I'm sure the Lord began to do a lot of changing to him. From from the law of uh, words, from the law of works, to a life of righteousness. A a complete change around. Did you ever stop to think about that? A complete change around. While everything that he has was contained in ordinances and in commandments, and in traditions, yeah, right. and he was bowed down, and he had no freedom. No. But just in a short time, when old Ananias, you know, he was a little bit reluctant to go over there because they had heard how he persecuted the people of God. But he said, you go ahead, Ananias, I'm going to send thee. And when he went in there, chosen vessel of mine, I'm going to send him to kings, and I'm going to send him before different people and to the Gentiles and to the children of Israel and all of these things. You just go over there. And when he went in there, he said, Brother Saul, receive thy sight. And the scales fell off the little body. Let's Lord tonight. That's what this church believes in, is the revelation of our Lord and Jesus Christ. The more intellectual power the world gets, the less of the power they get. Is that right? He said, I have to count all the dumb that I may win Christ, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching out to those things which are before. I press forward the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus. And when he stood before King Agrippa, he says, Wherefore, O King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to what kind of vision? To what kind of vision? To a heavenly division. Have division. No, 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 no. Not a division, no. Heavenly vision. I got that right that time, didn't I? And that did separate him, didn't he? My, don't that feel good to have a heavenly vision? I don't know, but it seemed like I could get something good out of that right there, don't it? A heavenly vision. He wasn't disobedient to it. Now he says to us, Brother Harry, are you going to be disobedient to the heavenly vision? Are you going to be neglectful with it? Are you not going to study it? I'm going to give it to you. But what are you going to do with it? What am I going to do with it? I'm going to take it and work it. And I'll pay the price whatever others do. The old crossroad is the only one that I'm going to walk on. And I'll pay the price whatever others do. In the morning, yeah. it'll make me happy at night, right. and then when life is over, I'll go home to heaven. Right. Oh my, isn't that 
good. Yeah. So Paul says when this corruptible yeah. shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality. Now Paul got a different vision than he had before. Under the law, he didn't have this. And they were waiting for something for the Jews to come back to Jerusalem. I'm not going to get on that, but I feel like it. Just what's come to pass in the first few days over in the old country when those Jews went back into Jerusalem, those false doctrines of the world have been preaching that when the Jews take that old city back over there, that the end of time will come. They have taken it, and time is going on. Oh, Isaiah says in the 40th chapter of Isaiah, speak unto Jerusalem, for warfare is accomplished. Oh my, I'd love to preach on that tonight. I really would. When I see the false doctrines of the world looking at that way they do and looking for it, Oh, Isaiah, when he talked to the 65th chapter about our creator, new Jerusalem, yeah, right. and a new heaven, and a new earth, and all of these things. And he says, the farmer shall not come into the mind. The world is looking for that when it happened over there. But the sanctified yeah, people right. said, when you get sanctified, you get into new Jerusalem. I'll back it by the word of God. For you are come in the 12th chapter of Hebrews unto the heavenly Jerusalem. Give me the rest of it. Unto the city of the living God. Unto the innumerable company of angels. And to the general assembly. And the church of the firstborn. And to which are written in heaven and to the spirits of justice made perfect. If I didn't have this, I'd be like the world looking at it in some future time. Yeah, this is right. Is that right? Oh, I know it's right. I know it's right. Why? Because this corruptible has put on incorruption and this mortal has put on immortality. And when it's come to pass, what has happened? When this corruptible shall have put on incorruption and this mortal shall have put on mortality, what's going to happen to the saints? Then this written death is swallowed up in victory. And the last thing that shall be destroyed is what? Is death. Who conquered death? Jesus Christ, the Son of God, according to my gospel, who raised me from the dead. But thanks be to God which gave us the victory. Now, I can't touch on all the resurrection, but you all can tell I got it, don't you? I got the resurrection. I got the same thing that he told Martha Mary about. I am the resurrection and the life. And he that believeth in me, though you are dead, yet shall he live. Believest thou this? I believe. I believe. Now, that straightened Paul up on the resurrection. Yeah, sure now did. the world hadn't been straight on it because they haven't been taught by the they've been taught by man right. instead of the revelation of Jesus Christ. They haven't had the heavenly vision. Now I got another little I got just another little subject here to touch on, and I'll be out of the way. Now he uh, sort of also straightened him up on the baptism. I like our baptism. I just like it. I'm telling you, when you come out of this baptism in the name of the Father, 
in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Ghost, you come out a new person, buried with him in baptism, that like as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so you also should walk in newness of life. The only baptism that will make people to walk in newness of life is the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Because he's not a man. Paul says in the first chapter of Corinthians and the 17th verse, For Christ sent me not to baptize, but to preach the gospel. To preach the gospel. Not with wisdom or words, lest the cross of Christ should be made of none effect. For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. That's the reason why they doubted Paul. And that's the reason why when he went back to Damascus, no sooner had he stayed there a few days than the brethren had to get together and put him in a basket and let him down that wall and escape from his own people. He says, before if it had been possible, you would have plucked out your eyes and you would have given to me. But now because I tell you the truth, I become your enemy. We're not trying to make an enemy's friends, but we're trying to tell you that unless you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, unless you get him into your heart and life and let him do the work, he's the only one because the gospel has certain terms to it. Everything is not the gospel. It's not the gospel. It's only contained in the power and the glory of God. What did he say there? He says, wherefore, being dead from the rudiments of the world, why as though living in the world are you subject to ordinances? That's stopping certain beliefs, isn't it? That's stopping certain beliefs. That's stopping certain things. But it says, touch not, take not, and to handle not. What will it do? It will perish with the using. But when you get the circumcision not made with hands and the putting off of the body of the sins and putting on a new man, it's a new life. Brothers and sisters, I stand on the word of God tonight. For Christ. For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. foolishness. But not unto us which are saved. Yeah, it saved. is the power of God. That's right. yes. And when Paul got a hold of this thing, I guess I won't read this all, but I'll just touch on it just a little bit if you all don't mind. This is found in the 13th chapter of Acts. Now I want to read you just the doctrine Paul got a hold of. That's right. And I'll be through. Starting at the 16th verse. This is after this is one of his first sermons he preached after he was sanctified. Then Paul stood up and beckoned him with them with his hand and said, Men and brethren, and ye that fear God, give orders. Right. The God of this people of Israel chose our fathers and exalted the people right. when they dwelt in strangers in the land of Egypt and with a high arm yeah. brought them him out. Right. Now, he didn't destroy the law and the prophets, did he? Before, he didn't know how to handle it. He didn't understand the law of faith. He knew he didn't understand about this Jerusalem in the third chapter or fourth chapter of Galatians. Before he got sanctified, he thought that he was in the Jerusalem. But he found out there was another Jerusalem that was answering to the true church. True church. But Jerusalem, which is above, is what? Is the mother of us all. So the God had to show him that there was only one Jerusalem and only one church and only one gospel, and only one way to get it. And above time of forty years suffered he their manners in the wilderness. And when he had destroyed seven nations in the land of Canaan, he divided their land to them by lot. And after that he gave unto them judges about the space of four hundred and fifty years. 
450 years until Samuel the prophet. Right. And afterward they desired a king, and God gave unto them Saul, the son of Sis, a man of the tribe of Benjamin, by the space of 40 years. Right. And when he had removed him, he raised him up on them David to be their king, yeah. to whom also he gave testimony and said, I have found David the son of Jesse, right. a man after mine own heart, which shall fulfill all my will. Of this man's seed, of David, had God, according to his promise, raised unto Israel a Savior, Jesus. When John had first preached before the coming, the baptism of repentance unto all the people of Israel, and as John fulfilled his course, he said, Who think ye that I am? I am not he. But behold, there cometh one after me, whose shoes of his feet I'm not worthy to unloose. Men and brethren and children of the stock of Abraham, talking to his own people, but he had a different light on Scripture. This is his first sermon. Men and brethren of the stock of Abraham, my people that I've been brought up under, listen what I've got. And whosoever among you that feareth God to you is the word of this salvation sin. For they that dwell at Jerusalem and the rulers, because they knew him not, nor yet his voices of the prophets, which are read every Sabbath, they couldn't even catch the voice of the prophets. They couldn't even understand them. They, they have fulfilled them in condemning him. And though they found no cause of death in him, yet they desired Pilate that they should be slain. And when they had fulfilled all that was written of him, they took him down from the tree and laid him in a sepulcher. But God raised him from the dead. Isn't that what he said according to his gospel? And he was seen of many days of them and came with them from Galilee to Jerusalem who are his witnesses unto the people. That's and we right. declare unto you glad tidings how that the promise which was made unto our fathers God had fulfilled the same unto That's us, right. their children, in that he had raised up Jesus again, as it also written in the second psalm, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten That's thee. Right. And as concerning that he raised him up from the dead, now no more to return to corruption. No more to return to corruption. No more to return to a natural man. He said on this wise, I will give you the sure mercies of David. Wherefore, when he said in another psalm, Thou shalt not suffer thine holy one to see corruption. For David, after he had served his own generation by the will of God, fell on a sleep and was laid unto the fathers and saw corruption. But he whom God raised again saw no corruption. Something that was enduring, wasn't it? Be it known unto you, therefore, brethren, men, that through this man is preached unto you the forgiveness of sins. And by him all that believe are justified from all things from which you cannot be justified by the law of Moses. This is Paul's first sermon after he had received the revelation of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The 13th chapter of Acts, all you've got to do is go home and read it, is right here. Beware, therefore, lest that come upon you, That's which right. is spoken of in the prophets. Yeah. Behold, you despisers and you wonders and perish. For I will work a work That's in your days, right. a work in which you shall in no wise believe, though a man declare it unto you. Right. Brothers and sisters, I thank you for this time tonight. I'm glad I ever found this great church. Yeah. And I want to say in the closing that um, nearly 80 years ago, that a few people that got sanctified on Shinkatig, Brother Joe and a few of them, right. they were poor fishermen, unlearned, probably, and ignorant men, as the world says today. Right. But when Uncle Joe got sanctified, 
He got a different revelation than that church had. Didn't he? Got a different revelation than that church had. And God revealed him these scriptures to him. And here we are nearly 80 years later and preaching the same thing. I thank God for the revelation. May God bless you all.